0: welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am Kelly, your host, and today I'm joined by my friend Amy to discuss the astrology forecast for the month of August 2019. Please sit back and enjoy. All right, so we're back to discuss the astrology for August, but I think before we get into August, we need to talk about July. Oh my god, <laughs> do we have to? Uh, I I don't know. I think it might be a good idea <clears throat> for for the three people that listen to this. Um, they, they might they might want to know that uh, we appreciate there's, there's, all three of you.
1: Yes, and that
0: there is like solidarity and the oh. misery yes. that could have been July. I'm oh pretty my sure. God. And uh, and the thing is, is that I can what I figure these things to be is that as hard as they can be or, or difficult is that there's usually something very revelatory that happens Mm -hmm. in them. So I don't know if you had that. I
1: definitely had that. The solar was better for me than the lunar. Oh yes. For, for, for sure. The lunar was just like complete ass. (laughs) just that's yeah that's that's a good way to put it. i mean
0: i i knew because that shit was squaring my 12th house because mm-hmm. i have four friggin planets in the 12th house i'm one of those people and uh and i use whole sign houses um just so i don't know why i need to say that but i do At, what, what, largely because my chart changed when i moved to whole sign houses but that shit was squaring My twelfth house, and it was scoring my Mercury, so my communication and Uranus, (laughs) the lightning bolt, crazy magician in the sky, was being activated as well. So it was really, and it's on my third and ninth axis. So it's like it's it's kind of like, hey, I'm starting a podcast about astrology. Gee, (laughs) that's that's shocking. That's very well, and it's very typical. Yeah. So. But anyway, do you care to share on yours or do you just want to be like, it sucked, let's move on? Oh, my God. (laughs) Just
1: like all of the things like happened. Um, But I guess one of the things that I can share is that my daughter is moving out. Yes. And um, going back to school. So she's doing really good things and, you know, making good decisions. But it was just like all of a sudden she was like, you know what? I think I need to do this. And... She made the decision. I was just like, okay, if you're going to make it happen, make it happen. And here we are. The um, she's going to be moving out the first week of August, and I will, you know, other than every other weekend and a couple days during the week when we have um, my stepson. Yeah, I'm kid free. Oh, my God. For literally like the first time in my life, practically, because I went from having, you know, all of the siblings to Brianna's dad. Let's just face it. He was kind of like having a kid. And then Brianna. (laughs) So here I am.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and we were talking off mic before we started was that the uh, Cap- Capricorn Cancer Axis for you is the 5th and 11th house, and so 5th house of children. And I think we were even, you were and I were even texting each other, like, when all of this shit was yeah, going on, yeah. and you were like, oh, my God. I was like, dude, it's in your 5th house, <laughs> <Yeah>. kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes, this is, this is... what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So for anyone out there who's listening who's like, oh, yeah, the... Eclipses came and they went and nothing really spectacular happened. Doesn't... Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's just like, I have a new idea. Or there will just be something that's presented to you that later may be of importance. The energy on them lasts for like six months.
1: Yeah, like um, You'll see that stuff. It can manifest, yeah. you know, in... Yeah, well, it plays out. It's yeah. kind of
0: like, bing. You know, I also had my Saturn opposite Saturn, what was it, four days after the solar. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the second installment of that midlife transit. So, I mean, my the solar eclipse, I was just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. I was trying to my Jupiter. I was seeing like all the possibilities of life. And then mm-hmm. Saturn kind of came in. I was like. About that. About that. Just. I just need a, as Saturn always needs, just a few more things from you. <laughs> and I've, I very much, I used to like fear Saturn. Mm-hmm. Now I just kind of embrace Saturn of like, yes, just give me the list of the things <laughs> that I, I will do them. Just. Just just give me the list. And that's kind of that's kind of where
1: it's kind of like the parental thing where it's like you feel that they don't know what they're talking about. and You know way better. And then yeah. you get older. And then eventually you're like, oh, shit, what was that they said again? Well, and <laughs> and you have more respect for it. Yeah. So. Well, and
0: that's kind of how I used to treat Saturn. And like I've got that I've got Saturn in cancer. Mm-hmm. So I've got that weird Polarity with yeah. like father figure mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. So now I just kind of embraced that and I was like, just give me the list. I'll do the shit. Yeah. I know that you okay. It, it doesn't happen anything. anyways. Yeah. yeah. Don't take anything away from me. Yeah. Please, yeah. I'll, I'll be in I'll be in bed. Just don't <laughs> just don't uh, give me any more punishment. So so that's so that's the lunar solar and lunar eclipses. We're not gonna see any again until Oh uh, Christmas!
1: Ooh. Oh, okay. Christmas
0: freaking day. We get
1: I, <laughs> oh I, shit. Oh
0: God, what is it? I think it's a solar. I looked at this and now I can't remember, and I don't have those notes in front of me. But yeah, so we're good until you know. Well, you know, over the next six months, this energy will kind of dissipate. Well, at
1: least it's a a solar eclipse. I think yeah. I think it's a solar. Okay.
0: I think that's hot guys. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. We're gonna get eclipses then. It's like. January 25th, and then I think, and then like two weeks after that. So. You mean December well, 25th? What? December 25th. Yeah, d- I'm sorry, December 25th, and then. In January? And then January something, like early January. So, but with that, let's move on to August. Because. Oh, on July 22nd. So we're recording this podcast on July 21st. So, um, so the 22nd or 23rd, the sun moves into Leo. So all of this eclipse energy stuff is going to start to release at this point. The sun is out of cancer. The sun is not dealing with all of that. South node Saturn, Pluto shit, um, venus just finished up her journey with that uh so everything is like in leo moving into leo some things will be moving into virgo by the end of the month we'll talk about that but the first thing we need to know about august 1st is that we have our first lunation meaning we get a new moon in leo and there's no eclipses fucking with it. It's just a new moon. Just hanging
1: out. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. And um, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, you know, what does a new moon in Leo feel like? Because Leo is the sun. You know, ruled by the sun, and it's a new moon. So there's no there's no sun on the moon. And I was kind of like. That sounds like a bit of a bummer, but then I remembered what a dance teacher that I've taken workshops with said. Her name is Donna Mahea, and she used the term fire in the belly, and I was like, maybe this new moon in Leo is going to be how we turn inward and we figure out where our fire in the belly is. Because Leo is. He's fire. So it's kind of like a we've been through all of this shit <laughs> in June and July. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. like, June was kind of like, hey, I'm going to fuck your shit up. <laughs> and then July came along. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a chainsaw to all that stuff. I mean, it really yes. was. It was like, damn. Um, but now I just kind of feel like even though Leo being like, fiery, look at my hair, look at me, <laughs> um, <laughs> that that it'll be like a... You know what? Where
1: empowering. Yeah, f- where fire. Is, yeah,
0: where is my internal power in all of this? Because like and I had used the analogy uh of Star Wars last time, where it's like June was a new hope. <laughs> July was definitely Empire Strikes Holy, Back. Yeah. There were even times when I was just kind of like, I'm in the cave right now. <laughs> I'm so in the cave right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I brought my freaking weapons with me, just like Luke. God damn it! <laughs> I told I know myself I wasn't. This. Yeah, it's like I told myself I wasn't going to do this, but I did it anyway.
1: Like so, but you became self-aware. Yes. So yes. that's the first step, just like AI will in a few years. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and then we'll have Cylons.
0: So um, ooh next up Battlestar Galactica (laughs) but um but yeah so I think it's just gonna be like wow I went through all that shit now I'm just gonna turn inward and we said that you know August would be Return of the Jedi so it's kind of like the where do I start to internally find myself Mm -hmm. after being in Mm -hmm. all of this so That's my thoughts on the new moon for August 1. And on July 27th, Venus entered Leo. And I really like this because Venus... In cancer we talked about it being like you know if she was very matronly mm-hmm. she's very motherly she had to deal yeah. with the south node Saturn and Pluto in my mind I felt like she was gonna be more cooperative with them rather than adversarial mm-hmm. and you you made the you made the really good uh, analogy of like she's sitting down at the table with them and being like let's talk like fucking adults and I kind of feel like that is you know that's how venus ended that one out but now she's trading the the matronly gear for the party dress because she's in leo leo wants to have fun i mean it's height of summer mm-hmm. it's kind of like i don't want to i don't want to say adolescent but it's very to me leo is very carefree
1: well you did all that work and all that heavy yeah. shit came around and i think now it's just like okay I've dealt with it. Let's Mm -hmm. shake it off a little bit. Yeah. And and let's have a little bit of fun and kind of like remember what's important.
0: Yeah. And just in and how the the year goes. I mean, and we're in the northern hemisphere, I know we're having summer and the southern hemisphere is having winter. Um but in the northern hemisphere like we're coming to the end of summer by August. Like in a few short weeks after that, it's like kids start going back, back
1: to, to school, school, fall pumpkins.
0: Yeah. I mean, and <clears throat> so there's like this real rush I feel of like
1: I just want to have a good time. Well, especially in Wisconsin, because we know (laughs) that, you know, our last vestiges of sunlight and warmth Mm. are, you know, around the corner. And pretty soon it's eight months of winter again. Yeah. So. So. And so that's going to happen.
0: She she moves into Leo on July 27th. And on the second she try oh, excuse me, she does not try and she squares Uranus. To me, this is to me this is interesting because okay, so just to talk astrology for a second. So Venus is in Leo, which is a fire sign, and she is squaring Uranus in Taurus, which is an earth sign. And but Taurus and Venus know each other well because that's her ruler. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, that says that it's a more friend. It's a friendlier square. But Venus is on fire right now. She's just like, I got my party dress on. And with, you know, and she's, you know, she's about love and beauty and stuff like that. And. Okay, so here on Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast, (laughs) we take a real practical and sometimes down and dirty look at the stars. So here's my down and dirty look on that. Okay. Get your fuck on. Oh,
1: shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, Taurus, you know. Taurus, yeah. Sensual sign. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Sensual sign, you know. So, And
0: with it being a square and with it being Uranus, it's kind of like a break me off a piece of that like and it's like you know the the and it might not be the
1: person that you typically go for yeah and it might feel a little bit more adventurous
0: yeah so there could be like you know venus is just kind of like i am done with this majorly shit i want to have some fun and like just have the have an experience the
1: new divorcee
0: yeah And That's what I, that reminds me of. And I know I'm kind of speaking more on the the feminine side of things, but well. this, this really, but this really goes for anyone. Yeah, no. you know, we all have, you know, sexuality is on the the spectrum and all of that. So, uh, this might be a time when you really want to explore that. There's also going to be a, a trying to Chiron at the same time, like within the same day, and Chiron is retrograde right now. So, and this is another one of the ones that, like, I don't get too terribly excited
1: when when so Chiron goes retrograde. When I hear that, I just kind of think like sexual healing. Yeah, like that's... Yeah, that's that's what I
0: see of it too. And if it's not a sexual thing for you, because I mean, there are people
1: out there who be like intimacy. Yeah, you know those passions, kind yeah. of like all like generally you know, are intertwined. Yeah, because it also could
0: be a a going back, like having that lightning rod moment of like an art project that you Mm want to do Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, a lightning rod moment, of just something that is creative. It doesn't necessarily have to yeah. be with sex but let's face it when I see stuff in Taurus I'm automatically like sex
1: <laughs> 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 food <laughs> all of the earthly like yeah. sensual pleasures Yeah,
0: and with it being in Uranus it's kind of like it might be that bold and daring risky out of nowhere mm-hmm. sort of thing this is what you have to remember though with it being a square with it being Uranus be careful wrap <laughs> it yeah <laughs> wrap that shit up uh i mean if that's if that's what's going on for you um but you know it could also be like you want to do skydive like it could be anything but just exercise caution
1: be Be mindful yes you know
0: i am all about people having experiences we came into this incarnation to experience shit Mm -hmm. you know but you know, I don't want anybody to, to die. <laughs> I don't want anybody to be like, well, Kelly said that I could try any things.
1: Like, no. Kelly <laughs> to said be- to put your helmet on first yes. and your knee pads. <laughs> yes, exactly. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what else do we have? Uh, we have... Okay, so, and this is really good. And I just want to make mention of this. on Mercury uh, uh, On July 31st, Mercury... Went direct. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, I always find this very relieving. And what has been, what I have noticed for a lot of people is that this one was really frantic for people, it seemed. I know that it was a bit for me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had to eat my words because, like, last time I was like, yeah, I usually go through it. And by the end of it, I'm like, Barrr. no, this time it was like, first week, like, I'll just <laughs> I'll just thump you on the nose the first week of it. It's like okay, I guess I really should look at how this is like playing out my chart. But like, Mercury is direct by July. Mercury was like, oh, you want to talk shit? <laughs> exactly. So we're you know starting to feel the relief from that. How was your Mercury retrograde?
1: Um, I mean, it, we're still in it while we're yeah, recording this. I mean, but how's it been? <laughs> it's been because well. You know, I, I tend to have a lot of Mercury mm-hmm. in my chart, so um, I'm I'm, I'm used to Mercury retrogrades, and yeah. I just I just expect things, and I try to be precautious um about yeah. things like the way I communicate. Yeah. Um, I always make sure that I am double checking with people and like. Um, giving myself a little bit more time, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I, I've learned... I think I've learned to deal with my retrogrades pretty well. And I just know that things are going to come and they're going to happen. And all I can do is take the first step to fix it or go from there. And I've learned not to freak out. And I think once I learned not to freak out about them, they stopped becoming so yeah. difficult for me. Like, they just got easier
0: yeah one of the things i have learned to say is thank you for your patience
1: Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) yes you gotta have the attitude of gratitude
0: yeah exactly so on august uh ninth eighth ninth uh venus trines jupiter we're gonna be talking a lot about venus this month um so Venus trying Jupiter fire and fire makes more fire is what i put down for this one hot, hot, So i mean this is i mean this is like l- love and passion and being creative i mean it's just i mean Jupiter isn't at home in sagittarius so Jupiter is just like extra juicy now <laughs> and then Venus being a benefic and Leo, she's just like, yes, I'm out and happy and whatever. So it can just be like this very souped up sort of feeling.
1: You might overindulge a little bit go to the party. I'm feeling a very Andy Warhol vibe going on in my head right now. Yeah? Yeah, it was like the parties and the arts and the muse, you know? And like that kind of interwoven, like, feeling Mm -hmm. that, like, his whole group had. It was very much, you know, passion and art and experience. And it all kind of became just this thing. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what that, like, just... description like yeah vi- that was the visual that it gave me yeah and I mean they did
0: some really interesting stuff yeah. like the whole thing with like you know watching the movie of someone sleeping for eight hours yeah. I mean just like this really like avant-garde sort of you know different way of thinking so mm-hmm. I mean that that might be a couple of days of just I don't know just like feeling good indulging I mean just really and that's the it's the last fires of summer yeah. so um and you, you know if you overindulge, just know you might feel it for a few days afterwards. Uh, On August 10th, Jupiter goes direct. Jupiter has been retrograde for a couple of months. Uh, Again, this is one that I don't really get too terribly excited over. It's uh, like the Jupiter comes into the sign and it's forwards for a few months and then it retrogrades to like double check what happened in the beginning then it moves forward and we finish it does it. the cha-cha, cha-cha it of out. the universe yeah. yeah the cha-cha of the universe just kind of like I'm gonna go back and look at a few things okay that's all good moving forward like that's how I look at it but you know it's um
1: I mean it's good it's good to know. It's good to sometimes take a step back and revisit and rethink things mm-hmm. instead of always like forward forward forward. Otherwise you don't learn from yeah. your mistakes.
0: Yeah. And with Jupiter being in Sagittarius, I mean this is this is the one thing that is really saving us this year. I mean we've got Adam Summer. He's an astrologer. He gave the best uh Wording for like everything that's happening in Capricorn, he called it the Boneyard Gang. Mm -hmm. You know, the Saturn South Node Pluto Mm -hmm. (laughs) in Capricorn is like the Boneyard Gang. So it's like we've got that, you know, we've got that there. But then we've got Jupiter in in Sagittarius and his in his home sign. So it's just kind of like that's the one thing that's kind of buffeting everything, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. making things buoyant. So with Ju- so with Jupiter being direct, it's it is a good it is a good chance for us to go back and look at all of the buoyancy that we have. It's a good way to to double check it of like, you know, is this the thing that I really want to support me and mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with what you're saying. On August 11th, Mercury enters Leo. So, Mercury went back into Cancer for a second and then Station direct on July 31st. Now Mercury is back in Leo. Mercury is very inspired in Leo. So I think he's going to be feeling pretty good. And with, you know, uh, he's just gonna be flying through the air. He's going to be catching up to the other planets that are in Leo. So to me, this is just forward forward motion in terms of thought communication that sort of thing
1: gaining some momentum on things
0: yeah i mean it's kind of like when things go retrograde again it's that res- you know review
1: review revisit
0: yeah review revisit that's the word i was looking for review revisit <laughs> and Re-learning. now he's yeah now he's done that and he's just kind of mm-hmm. like i'm ready to move forward
1: gaining momentum and chugging along
0: so the next aspect we have after August 11th is on August 13th Venus conjuncts the sun. So and this is called Kazimi. Ooh, that sounds fun. It's Arabic. It means in the heart of the sun or in the heart. When so when a planet Gets to zero degree Mm -hmm. with the sun. It's called Mm -hmm. Kazemi, and it goes in burnt up and then comes out reborn. I look at it as the phoenix. Yeah, I look at it as baptism by fire. Mm -hmm. Like you've been through a bunch of shit. Yeah. Now we baptize you, You and you're you are are cleansed. Yeah. So she's gonna have that on August thirteenth. So to me, that's that's kind of cool because if we think about. The fact that like when she was in cancer, she was having to be, you know, mom Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and deal with a bunch of stuff. And then she came out. She's like, fuck it. I'm going to the club. I want to have a good time. And, you know, Uh, maybe find my life. Do my thing. Yeah, and maybe finding a regrettable situation, but she healed from it anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then, like, but then going through the sun and being like, I am new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of like, at this point, we get the best version of Venus in Leo, okay.
1: if that makes yeah, sense. No.
0: So I look at this as, like, we, what we may be feeling personally is, like, a renewal of mm-hmm. our values. Yeah. And a renewal of beauty, and I don't necessarily mean physical beauty. Yeah, but a sense of self
1: and inner yeah. beauty, and yeah.
0: So that's that's kind of how I, I'm looking at that. And Leo rules the heart, and if Venus is all about value, I mean, what is the one thing, especially in Western culture, that we have a hard time doing? Opening the heart yeah. <laughs> and being vulnerable. So I have a feeling that like this will give us some renewal
1: in those respects. And I personally think that we need it. Well, yeah, because true vulnerability is strength. And I think people forget that. And it's not a sign of weakness. It's just saying I am strong enough to accept that this X, Y, Z shitty feeling or sadness or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, this bad thing has happened to me. And you are allowing yourself to process that darkness mm-hmm. and that is the strength there. And I think people forget that. And yeah. it, like, you need that. Yeah. Well, we're too busy covering it up going, I'm fine. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm fine. Good. We're good. See, we're all smile. good here. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, so that's going to happen on August 13th.
1: I'm here for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, me
0: me too. I'm just like, do I just need to take that day off and go to the spa? But um that's just a fantasy of mine. Please, <laughs> I ain't going to a spa. But um on August, Send donations <laughs> to... Go, go fund my spa. So, yes. Um, <laughs> but on, uh, so on August 15th, we get a full moon in Aquarius. The age, age of Aquarius. Aquarius. So uh, Leo New Moon was doing that internal where do I, you know, fire in the belly. Mm-hmm. Where do I, do I have that? How do I have that? How am I going to get that out of me? To better myself. And propel uh, myself forward. Yep. Leo to me is more of like... Is more of like an identity thing. Mm-hmm. Like within self. And Aquarius is the sign. Because that that's their axis. Mm-hmm. Aquarius is the sign that's like always thinking of the future. And... Aquarius is about the group as well whereas like Leo is kind of like me me yeah um but Aquarius is like how does this benefit the group how are we all going to go into the future together as one yeah Yeah. and Aquarius like I don't know if you ever talked to an Aquarius before but they're but they're kind of like uh and they're on to the next thing like the thing that they just told you about that's happening and that they want to do in the future, like mm-hmm. in their brain, they've already done it and they've moved on to the next thing. Yep. Like it's just future, future, yep. future, future, yep. future. Yep.
1: Which is great. Unless they don't finish any of their projects and then it's yeah. so frustrating. <laughs> oh, my dad was an Aquarius. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my. Always starting new things, half done projects, just hanging around the house because yeah. he's on to the next idea. I'm, yeah. It's almost like. A, We're canning tomatoes now. What? Okay. <laughs> so so
0: that can be so that can be a thing so with but with the full moon in aquarius so like we were thinking about like you know my heart my you know my Mm -hmm. my heart of fire my fire in the belly however you want to put it and then it's just kind of like how am i going to put that out there and i think Mm -hmm. that's i think that's what the full moon in aquarius is gonna be about it's gonna be like okay i've i dealt with me Mm -hmm. Now I have to deal with the things outside of me. And, yeah. you know, new moons are like, this is where we set our intention. And then full moon is usually where we see it come into fruition. Yeah. So that will be that'll to me, that'll be a really interesting thing to see. So uh, and again, there's no eclipse. <laughs> so I'm so thankful. Yay. On the sixteenth, we get Mercury square Uranus. Now we actually had one of these already. It happened on July eleventh. It wasn't. It wasn't by exact degree point, mm-hmm. because when I looked in Solar Fire, uh, Mercury was at four degrees Leo, and Uranus was at six degrees. So it was in the three degree orb, but it wasn't. Exact and generally, when I'm looking at transits, like I'm looking at the exact degree. Mm-hmm. um, so it wasn't an exact degree, but it still happened so Pretty close. Think yeah. of what happened on July eleventh. did anybody blurt out anything to you? Did you blurt out anything that was just like in your communication in your thought process, was there anything that was like lightning strike? And might have had, like, not the results you expected. So think back to July 11th, because that's when we had that one. We're getting it again on August 16th. So that day, be a little bit mindful about Mm -hmm. how you communicate is all I'm saying. (laughs) And if you did have an issue on July 11th, that one might come back round. Because remember, Mercury was in...
1: Retrograde, retrograde I know it's and when he goes
0: back over those, de- yeah, when he goes back over those degree points, when he goes direct, he's kind of like, "Hey, Remember I recognize this territory. Do we still need to talk about this? You know, yeah. I know you may not be ready, but I sure as hell am. <laughs> like, you know, that's you know, yeah. so that can that can happen. So just be mindful of that." On August eighteenth Mars and Venus are very close together. They are conjunct, and I want to say this is by like one to two degrees uh in the mythology, Venus and Mars are lovers, so Ooh la la. <laughs> I just look at this as like this is a sexy, fiery transit I mean because he's still he's still in Leo and she's in Leo, so this could just this could just be a day of like. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be as like revelatory or as risque as the Uranus mm-hmm. Venus square thing yeah. that happened,
1: though. But it's still going to be some hotness.
0: Yeah, It's going to be some hotness. It's going to be. And to me, it's going to be more familiar mm-hmm. because Venus and Mars are lovers in the yeah. mythology. So they so they know each other. It's going to well. be comfortable.
1: And yeah, 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 creative. yeah. So that and that's all I really have to say about that one. I mean, this is kind of interesting for me, considering like the stuff that I'm working on right now and getting ready for the show. Um, being that it's burlesque and a lot of this falls under like the creative vibe, yep. the sensual vibe, the finding the power vibe. Yeah, and like it's kind of hitting all of those. Yeah. So well, and. Kind of cool, yeah.
0: And well, and i I look at I look at the Mars Venus thing too. as it is, uh, it's very it is very empowering. I mean, Mars is a warrior, and Venus, mm-hmm. under the right conditions, yeah, she's a she's a warrior too. Oh yeah, she's so, a, she's
1: a, she's a lover and a fighter.
0: Yeah. So that and that's really interesting that you say that about the the burlesque stuff because it's like yeah, that totally fits in there. Yeah. And remember when we had like well actually when we were when we went to that burlesque show it was the venus pluto trine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but to me uh, pluto and mars know each other well sort of thing mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's interesting that it's got that vibe to it so yeah. but yeah i like that oh what else do we have okay so on august 19th this is when we start to have the 52 car pile up in virgo
1: <laughs> Yay! So,
0: uh this is what we've really <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. On August 19th, Mars enters Virgo. So let's talk about Virgo for a second. What, do, who is Virgo? What does that mean? She's the mom. That's yeah. How I see Virgo. Yeah. I mean, the she's earth also. Earth mother,
1: kind of. Yeah.
0: Earth mother, virgin. Um, of course, we can have a long conversation about uh, the holy whore. Mm hmm. Uh, the bullshit of, like, mom and whore. You know, there's only mom yeah. and there's whore, and that's yeah. it, you yeah. know. the Or there's only the options of mother, maiden, crone. Like, we could go on forever about that. But Virgo, yeah, she's a very nurturing sign. She rules the sixth house, and sixth house is health, everyday routines, work, like what we do for everyday work, and and I said health, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So health, work, daily routines. Virgo is very practical. And I'm a Virgo son, so mm-hmm. let me give you an example of mm-hmm. this. I had this friend, and she loved to go shopping. That was like her jam. She's Libra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she just loved to go shopping. So I would go with her. And her like we would go to Target and she would just load up her cart and I would buy like two things Mm -hmm. and she would just be like, you drive me crazy. Yeah. How do you come into the store?
1: How do you have such control to only walk out of Target with two things? Yeah.
0: And she was like, how do you do it? And I was like, well, and I started to explain to her my analysis. Yes. Of Uh the purchases I was making and how they were. Had multiple uses, yes, yeah. So it was a practical purchase, yes. But those other three things that I wanted, they would only serve one purpose, yeah. So that was really, really practical for the money that I had at the time. So and those she get just, shelved, yeah. So those had to go back. And yep. she was just like, Oh my god, I hate you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, How do you do
1: that? And I'm like, I, I just, it's just, I, I love, I love to make lists, yes. I have a Virgo ascendant and I yep. feel that I know that on a cellular level. Yep. That, well, that's
0: how you and I are soulmates yes. because we have the flip. Of yeah, the sun we're all the opposite signs. of
1: everything. So
0: so that that's who Virgo is. So Virgo gets a real bad rap for being nitpicky and like, don't, I'll just do it myself. You don't know how to do it the way
1: I like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. <laughs> well, we but do. in defense of the Virgo, they've done it enough to know <laughs> that this is the best and most efficient way. And if you would just t- try Don't it, fucking listen. just listen. <laughs> You would come to our side. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be so difficult. Yeah, exactly. So, but on, but, you know, on
0: the higher vibration, we are, we're very, you're never going to find a more loving, nurturing person. They will always
1: be there for you. Yeah.
0: And we have a tendency to go into helping professions. Hello. I used to be a therapist Mm. and like, I'm still in social services. So yeah. So that's Virgo. Virgo is like, let me help you. (laughs) And so all of the planets are starting to go into Virgo. So the first one to go in is Mars. And this is how I envision it. So uh, so Mars was in Cancer's Diving Bell. Mm-hmm. And then he went to his CEO friend's house of Leo and stayed in his mansion. Now he's at Virgo's cottage. Because <laughs> I imagine Virgo living in a cottage. Oh, totally. <laughs> and it's very clean and it's very... Everything is put somewhere. I have a Sag moon, so I'm a a messy person. (laughs) But I can clean like no one else. But anyway, so I imagine her living in a cottage. And so Mars comes to her cottage and knocks on the door. And she's like, oh, good, you're here. And she gives him a list of shit to do. And, like, this is, like, yard work, chopping wood. Fetch the roof. Yeah, like, <laughs> fix the roof. And Mars is fine with this. I guess because
1: he's, he, feels, he likes to feel useful. Well, he likes yeah. to do stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mars is just like, I just want to be doing things. Like, that's why he couldn't stand being in cancer, because he's like, i just sit in this fucking art room all the time talking about my feelings. Well, he's a man of action. <laughs> he wants yeah. to... Yeah, so this, so she's gonna give him a list, and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." And then let's think about what Mars has been through. He was in Cancer's diving bell, where he's just like, "All right, I have to face all of this emotional shit," and he Mm -hmm. did it, you know. And then he went into Leo, and he was just like, "Yes, like I'm feeling good now. I've I'm and processed everything." Mm -hmm. Now Mars is just kind of like, "Now I gotta do shit." Yeah, now I gotta do something about all this stuff over the last couple of months. So he's very, so and Virgo is like, I am perfectly fine with giving you a list of shit to do. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen. That's how I envision it. Mm-hmm. So this might be a time for people to... <sighs> Really dig in and just be like, I'm going to be practical. I'm going to make a list. I'm going to do shit. I'm
1: going to get my health back. What are your priorities? What do I need? What steps do I need to do to get to what I want? Yeah. Where I envision myself and kind of break it down into actionable steps. You know, one little thing, you know, what's one little thing that I can do? And Virgo is very good at like compartmentalizing all of those things Yeah. and being like, well, okay, let's do this first. And we can do this and we can do that and we can do that and we can do that. And, you know, making it biteable and so Mm -hmm. you can kind of like just chip away at it where it doesn't seem like such a huge chore or like this big thing that like this huge change yeah it's more gradual i think
0: well and this the sentence for virgo is i integrate Mm -hmm. so all the stuff that's happened over the last couple of months these planets have been through the ringer and so they're going to be coming into virgo and she's going to be like i integrate let's you know let's do this shit together i you know i will psychoanalyze the fuck out of you (laughs) (laughs) and we will figure this out and put it into actionable stuff and mars is like fuck yeah let's do that on the 21st venus comes into virgo so let's talk about venus being in virgo because this is a fall position for her and i know this well because i have venus in virgo um What we need to know about Venus being in Virgo is that this is a this is a fall position for her. So it's not very comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's more like, you know, so she's going to come to Virgo's cottage and be like, hi, I'm here. And she's going to give Venus a list of things to do. And Venus is going to be like, I don't do chores. Yeah. (laughs) Like, "Um, OK, I don't. What? (laughs) Um, But. There may be a good conversation in all of that of, like, look, I'm also the house of health and beauty. That's Mm -hmm. something you really care about. Yeah. You know, I'm also the house of devotion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I think of Virgo, I always think of Vestal Virgins from, Mm, like, the mm -hmm. Roman era. Yes. You know, they had to keep that fire lit all the damn time, Time. or they were flogged. (laughs) Hmm. But, um... But that's so I have a feeling that like, you know, she's going to be coming from Leah like Woo-hoo, party and then it's like, oh, shit, you mean I got to go to work? Like that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, a reminder of, hey, you have to take care of yourself, yeah. too. You have to do these things if you want to yeah. continue to do those things. And
0: it's kind of like, you were having a real good time with that, you know, Uranus Square <laughs> and coming out the other side of your Kazemi, feeling all <laughs> powerful and shit, and then you got it on with Mars. And it's like, no, now you, now you got to go to work. Now you got to do it's the It's kind of like your mom
1: reminding you, hey, yeah. summer's over. You're, yeah, got to get back into the swing of things. It's fall, it's harvest time, it's back to school time. You know, Mm -hmm. let's get our head out of the clouds. We got to buckle down because we only have this little bit of time before winter comes, you know, and yeah, and it's getting back on a schedule, mm -hmm. too. I mean, think about it like, I mean, this is so perfect because,
0: like, I mean, I always think of like this time of year with school starting, it's like, we've been free now, we've got to get back on a schedule, we've got to pack lunches, we've got to come up with a meal plan yeah we've got to. okay now i've got to adjust my gym schedule so yeah you know so you can make it so you can have all the things you want and but make it work yeah at the same time there because there's just not that you have freedom. to find that balance yeah there wasn't that freedom that we were feeling in leo so and then on and so that's August 21st and then on August 23rd, Sun entered Virgo. Yes, my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I move into that time. So, um, Sun in Virgo. Okay, so again, the Sun is just like it's all about work. Mm-hmm. It's all about devotion. It's all about making a practical schedule. It's all about. So if the Sun is our sense of self, we're trying to get ourselves back into alignment. So if we, you know, we, like we were partying down and Leo or whatever, now we're just kind of like, okay,
1: yeah, <laughs> I gotta get my shit, <laughs> come back, so back to I center, gather.
0: come back to center. So, so yeah, so the sun goes to Virgo's cottage, and she's just like, oh, well, here, here's your self care regimen list <laughs> that I need you to do. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what that will be. And then August twenty eighth and I love this so much, <laughs> Mercury enters Virgo, and Mercury is at home in Virgo. So that is just like, you know, that's like staying. Well, that, that's, not, that's not staying at your best friend's house. That's like coming home after a long journey, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, I'm home. Yeah. And like, you know, Mercury in Virgo is just... I look at this time, too, is that it could be just practically thinking about all the stuff that happened previous. Mm-hmm. You know, when Mercury was in cancer, he was getting all of the data. When he went into Leo, he was getting really inspired. Mm-hmm. And now he's in Virgo. So it's like okay, I can practically sit down and get my my thoughts
1: yeah, in, alignment in alignment and, and
0: be able process. to process it and communicate it. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm not in retrograde. Yeah. I'm at home here. I can feel really good. And again, this will probably go back to self-care, health, work, your everyday life, just
1: really trying to get, our shit together living your best life like yeah trying to manifest that and pull it all together to be like hey this is what I want out of life these Mm -hmm. are the steps that I need to do to take it and like actually yeah
0: so Virgo's a a life coach at this point she's like you've been through a lot this last (laughs) summer let me be your life coach (laughs) like so so that's how I feel that the Plan the the um, planetary fifty-two car pileup <laughs> in Virgo will be like. Is that it? Really, just seems like there will be this. Or there's a lot that's happened, and then just trying to integrate it all. I mean, she is. I integrate. Just trying to get it all to make sense, and being patient with ourselves. Yeah, patience with that. is key. I mean, Virgo is Virgo is patient. Mm-hmm. I. Feel. on oh, yeah. I, I hope I'm not misquoting that. <laughs> I don't. I don't want anyone to be like, well, not one book I said that she's not. Um, but yeah, I do think that Virgo can be patient. So I think it's. I think we owe it to ourselves to be to be patient with ourselves, especially after the summer, man. Because that that was some gnarly stuff. June and July that was gnarly. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, with that. I think we should move on to our card reading. Oh, snap. Okay, let's do it. All right, now we are at the part in the show where I pull some cards. We're Pick gonna... a card, any card. Pick a card, <laughs> any card. We. This is a quick past, present, future. So this will be... Uh, where we are at as we come into August. So first card is oh, six of wands celebration. Like yes, we made it. We made it. Mercury's mm-hmm. direct. Mm-hmm. There's no eclipses. <laughs> we get a new moon in Leo. It's it's all good. So where we are when we come into the month is six of wands. So our task for the month, where we're going to be, like our, yeah, our task for the month is going to be, oh, four of wands again. We got this, I keep doing that. We got this last time where, and you know, I was shuffling these things like crazy before. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) I was shuffling these things like crazy before. So. Yeah, this is more, this is more celebrate. and I love how everything is in wands and fire. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind so it's just kind of like, enjoy the rest of your summer. That's your task.
1: Well, you know, you kind of like, really went through a rough go at the beginning of it. So I think now we can kind of relax and just chill for the rest of the summer and kind yeah. of like...
0: And with with six of wands, I mean, I think I look at that as like, you know, that's a person who is returning from a journey mm-hmm. and all of the townspeople are like, "Yay, you're back. And I even think I wrote to you like in the notes with the Leo New Moon, I, I, I think quoted LL Cool J. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> yes. And it's yes. like, eh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a total freaking comeback. <laughs> but, you know, don't call it that um so yeah six of wands it's a rediscovery yeah six of wands coming back home and then four of wands celebrating being home and then how we end the month more leo and we can't get more leo than strength (gasps) yeah even though like mar even though like we've got the 52 card pile up in virgo Oh, this is great. This is beautiful. I love this. There, You know, there's... We went through a living hell (laughs) that was June and July. Mm -hmm. And I think, God, just rounding out the end of August with strength. And, you know, as you can see, the maiden, Virgo, (laughs) is taming Leo. So as we move into Virgo and integrate everything that we have that is that is bringing about an inner strength mm-hmm. and we're integrating all of that stuff that, that we went through. So yeah, damn, damn. I love it. <laughs> so any thoughts?
1: I'm ready for it. I'm ready to kind of Get things in order, but like in a cool and like chill fashion and, you know, just kind of take those small steps and yeah, and do what I need to do. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like now it's time to just get on.
1: Yeah. Get on task. Take, take all, the, all, all of the actions that we need to do. But, you know, Virgo will help us break them down and, you know. Mm-hmm. Let us be able to do it instead of being feel so overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Because I think that's kind of how I was feeling going into all of this because like I made that Facebook post the other day, you know, I've, my daughter is moving. I'm, Mm -hmm. I have a month and a half to Mm -hmm. coordinate a, a move of my entire office. Yeah. Like we just, and you know, and now it's just like, okay, we're moving out At the end of August, like, oh, okay, let's let's get this stuff rolling. Yeah. You know, and then I've got all of the dance stuff like coming up. And not only am I going to do a solo piece, I'm also working on a uh, piece with uh, Katie. So, yeah. So we're going to start working on a piece together for uh, that show as well. So I was like starting to feel overwhelmed, like, oh, my God, how am I going to do all of this? Mm -hmm. And then. I think it's just coming out. I'm starting to look at things like, oh, it's not that bad. I just need to do this yeah. and that and this. And it's just like, oh, OK, that's just like four things I need to do. I'm good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's um, I think that's important to remember is that if we can break it down into tasks that we can do it, uh, we just can't forget the heart at the yeah. same time time yeah uh being a virgo sun i know i can mm-hmm. be very very thinky and yeah. very in the head and and forget my heart but yeah. i mean i just get the feeling from the reading that it's just like you know let this let the warmth wash over you mm-hmm. and then that will give you the strength to just really get down to business and so, to do the things yeah so with this with that i'm gonna say that this podcast for august is complete Thank you for being here again. Thank you
1: for having me. It's always a pleasure.
0: And uh, we need to give a shout out to Christian Wiltzius. Uh, without him, this podcast would not exist. For sure. He is the one who is the he's the technical wizard of all of this. <laughs> he records it. He mixes it. He edit, edits it. He has all of the equipment. So shout out to Chris for making this podcast possible. So take care, everybody. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.